This is Roof English Radio with Darinata, daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Roof. This is Roof English. Hello, I'm Darren Adam. Thank you for your company again today. I'm back in the east of Iceland. I'm in Vatlanes, which is about a 15-minute drive from Eilstadia, and I'm at uh, Mudhiyoth, which is the organic farm and farm shop and indeed restaurant, which sits in beautiful surroundings here in Vatlanes. And Eglo is going to guide me round. It's a very sunny day. It is. It's a beautiful day. It was a bit cloudy this morning. Östfjarðarþokan, you know what that means. The fog of the east. Yeah, I drove through it yesterday yeah. on my way to the coast. Very, very different from today. It needs to keep its name, you know, yeah. present. Now, when I pulled up here, I, I immediately said that this reminds me of a winery that I've been to in California. And you thought I was mad for saying such a thing. <laughs> well, the, the harvest is over here. Yeah, yeah. We have a wine in, um, in the greenhouse. Yes. And we just harvested the grapes. I think it's the greenhouse and I think it's the, the, the sun that's out today as well, but also the feel of the place. Very peaceful here. It is very peaceful and yeah. it's one of these uh, calm days of the, east, of the east, you know. I'm from Reykjavik, so I'm more used to wind. Yes. I get sort of, you know, a little bit shocked when there's no wind. And this is one of those beautiful September days that we have here. In yeah. It is really, really warm here today. Where shall we start then? Shall we have a wander around and have a look at the the farm and also the restaurant inside and the farm shop. Where would you want to well, begin? I, I guess it starts with the farming, doesn't it? Yes, and you are really at the heart of the farm now. Uh, you are basically looking at the cereals, I mean the grains that we are growing. This is a, an experimental field of rye, but we are mainly, uh, maybe mostly known for growing barley and wheat, so in agriculture. Mm-hmm. Um, when my husband arrived here in 1979, he the first thing he did, well, there hadn't been a farmer here for 20 years, though, so there was basically nothing that nothing he, could, he could yeah. use. Um, but the, one of the first things he did is to start to plant trees and make shelter belts. So all the fields in Vatlanes are surrounded by trees. We have nine kilometers of so-called shelter belts, which, which block the wind from the north and help us to create soil and, and yeah, change the microclimate a little yeah. bit. And you can see that on the drive from the main road. There's a couple of kilometers of a gravel road through a lot of trees. Exactly. And when where the line, so when the tree starts, where the forest begins, that's the where Vadlanes uh, begins. Okay, so we're at the heart of the farm just now, and you've talked about the experimental rye growing that is going on. What happens to the produce from here? It obviously doesn't all go to the restaurant that we'll talk about. Where does the produce from Vatlanes end up? Well, it's all grown for human consumption. So everything we grow ends up in uh, supermarket shelves under the brand Modriath. All kinds of barley. Um, It's um, hulled barley, pearl barley, barley flakes floured or let's say ground barley for baking and then uh, apart from that we have developed many many different uh, products uh, shelf stable products based on the cereals that grow and you have quite a fan base across Iceland people are keen to buy your products well thank you I hope so (laughs) I hope so we appreciate that of course Uh, yeah I mean you know it's um, it's been an organic growth um, and we just keep going and I mean it's uh, it's um, 
It's a very healthy whole grain. Uh, we are quite present sort of in the health sectors and the organic sectors, but also for most Icelanders, I think like the whole barley bankabik has become yes. a mainstream uh, everyday product for many, many people. Um, also in most of the restaurants that you go to in Iceland, you would uh, maybe find a dish uh, like barley otto or, or some kind of barley salad uh, to, to go with your, with your meal. So Icelandic chefs have been very um, yeah, active in right. using it and sort of bringing it back to, to the cuisine. Um, barley was uh, used back in the, you know, many, many years ago. Then came a cold period, so it disappeared from, from our diet. And this farm has been one of those uh, who have reintroduced it uh, to the market, and especially my, my husband has been doing a lot of promotion for his cereal since he started. Is the soil good here? I know nothing about farming. So is, is there a good quality of soil in this part of the country for what you're growing? Yes. Well, let's say we are extremely fortunate with this uh, farm, this land. Uh, we have a very deep soil, um, practically no stones or rocks. Mm. And um, what, well, we have been uh, farming organically now for decades. And um, so it's, it's very pure, it's very rich, uh, it's very fertile. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, the forest really contributes to this yeah, yeah. because from the trees fall these leaves that is a huge amount of organic matter. And all the small animals um, and the, yeah, in the, in the soil, the, the small living creatures, they love these leaves as, yes. uh, as food. So it's, uh, that really, I think, contributes to, to the quality of the produce. Yeah. I can't believe how hot it is today. The back of my neck is burning. Yeah, yeah that's right. We could sunbathe here. And then this uh, beautiful contrast, you see the green and then a little yes. snow at the top of the mountains. This is really... Well, it's, it's only the snow on the top of the mountains that makes me think it's not California. <laughs> to go back to that again, it's just bizarre. <laughs> Should we head into yeah, the building, so today, into the farm uh, shop and the cafe? We are, this is, again, this is sort of, um, yeah, the end of the season, or mm -hmm. sort of season is coming to an end. But this is a very popular place in the, in the summer, this cafe, this mm. Asparhusid, or the Aspen House that we built in 2016. It's really the first obvious fruit of the forestry here in this farm. Mm -hmm. It's built almost entirely with aspen trees. That, um, as, so as a main construction wood, it's aspen. Uh, also the, the walls on the inside, mm -hmm. the, on the outside, it's also covered with, with aspen. There's a little bit of larch uh, also in the floors. It's a beautiful building, a beautiful wooden building. Thank you so much. We had a very good uh, architect designing this, Alpina Thorlason. And, and you can um, see the grain of every, every piece of wood that's been used has retained its, yeah. its grain and its feel, hasn't it? Yeah, it's still, I mean, it looks very fresh and yeah. um, it's maintained with natural uh, material, linoil has a very nice, yeah. So the experience so far with this project using Icelandic wood is a very positive one. And inside the, the furniture is also made with aspen. And this house is really designed to, well, first of all, serve as uh, our middle. Yes. Receive guests, such as you today. Mm -hmm. And promote food from here and promote vegetarian food. So every day we do a lunch buffet, vegetarian lunch buffet. Which a lot of people I can see enjoying just now. A lot of people, mm -hmm. and it's at its best probably in September when everything is in season. Because there's still, so far we've only had one frost night. Mm -hmm. So the vegetables are still good and we're still harvesting fresh salads and herbs and things like that. And yeah, you should basically be able to read where you are, understand where you are and what's in season by looking at those dishes. Is vegetarianism becoming 
and veganism as well, I guess, becoming more popular in Iceland, which has traditionally, and obviously for a very long time, been associated with meats and fish and lamb, is, is an alternative to that on the rise here? I would say so, yes. People are really um, thinking of more alternatives and also just the general rich diet, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, freshness and wholesomeness and... Yeah. and um, or maybe I hope you know people are maybe starting also to understand a little bit better what organic is. I mean, we we believe we are from with f fresh from the field organic. I think we are reaching a very good level of uh, mm -hmm. ingredients. I mean, it, it should contain more vitamins, more minerals, more better health. Really. So it, it's really about, and your definition of it then, it's about as little processing as possible, as we, few chemicals as possible. Well, no yes, that in, in organic farming, no yeah. pesticides are allowed, uh, no chemical fertilizers are allowed, only natural fertilizers. Mm -hmm. And um, and of course, in Iceland, we are very lucky to, in this respect, to be in a cold country. So there's not much, you know, pests really yes. to worry about. Yeah. But uh, still, like uh, against the cabbage fly that uh, uh, attacks most uh, cabbages and uh, brassicas, uh, we have natural uh, prevention, sort of, or let, mm -hmm. let's say natural pesticides that we make here at the farm. Uh, sort of like a smelly liquid, a liquid sm smelling horribly. Yes. And that drives <laughs> away the, the cabbage fly. Yes. But it doesn't kill it, you know. It doesn't just, kill it. Just well, we came here for my 30th birthday a long time ago to Iceland, mm -hmm. over 20 years ago now, goodness, it's saying it out loud is quite scary. But at that time, this would have been, what, 2003, one of our party was vegetarian. Yeah. And he complained then, uh, as was the case in many places, that all he could get was a vegetable risotto at that yeah. point. That was the only option. Many people complain with um, being served on the on the cucumbers and the tomato, <laughs> which is, of course, not really... Well, I mean, that's really definitely not what's <laughs> happening here. So just, just no. talk me uh, through no, all the colours and flavours of the buffet here. Yeah. I mean, the only thing, given the fact that we, uh, the staff and uh, people living here, we eat here every day. Yeah, yeah. So this is our food. This is all grown here. Yeah. It's all, well, apart from the beans. Okay. We do serve beans because, I mean, we, we need protein, of course, and we love beans. But we don't grow that much of that in Iceland. That That is not like um, a, a produce for agriculture. It, we are still, it's, Iceland is challenging when mm -hmm. it comes to growing grains outside. So only the beans are coming from somewhere else, but they're organic. Um, the barley is, of course, always on the table in, in yeah, many different versions. Today, I think she's doing a mushroom barley mm -hmm. with Bankabik, the Hult barley, which is, has 12% fiber, and it's, a, and it's really high protein level mm -hmm. in barley. It's almost, I think it's like ha half or 60% of the proteins in beans. So it's a very good, as and a base in a vegetarian meal, barley it, is excellent. It is something that some people have worried about if they thought about becoming vegetarian or vegan. Where does the protein come exactly. from? And the answer is in front of us, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. barley is really a good uh, source of, mm -hmm. of, of protein. Apart from that, we have here um, these yellow turnips. These are, this is not uh, the Icelandic yellow, this is Mayrupe, so it's a variety that comes early, grows very fast and comes early. It's uh, flavored a little bit with turmeric and then with our um, vinaigrette dressing and seeds. This is a beautiful uh, white cabbage that we call summer cabbage. And again, a variety that grows very fast. It's so soft that it almost melts in your mouth. Mm. Delicious. Uh, this is a kale, black kale uh, salad. I wondered what that was. Yeah, black yeah. kale. And very colorful, again, with um, the mayrupe flavored, uh, or let's say, uh, 
dyed with um, beetroot juice, I think. What is this at the back? Kohlrabi. And that, that is? That is a root vegetable, but okay. it grows above the ground. Looking a li little bit like an alien. You have this uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> big root, and then the, the leaves coming out from the sides. And It looks nicer in the dish than the, the description. <laughs> <laughs> looks friendly. Yes. And uh, freshly harvested potatoes with pesto. And uh, yeah, Swiss chard is uh, one of the healthiest uh, green that you can really have. There's, I mean, there's every color on this table, every and color, there's every every, every flavor, every smell yes. as well. And also this uh, combination of something cooked, something fresh, something a little bit raw. The, and then, of course, we serve uh, sauerkraut here every day with every meal. Uh, we we are a big producer of, of sauerkrauts. We introduced sauerkrauts in Iceland, I think, 10 years ago. And we have 10 different recipes. Mm -hmm. My suggestion is that every person keeps three, at least three different recipes in the cooler, because then you can pair it with everything. And sauerkraut is something that we should eat daily, as it we make fresh sauerkraut that um, have these good bacteria that mm -hmm. we need for the for the gut and for the digestion. So it's a really mm -hmm. important to to get these bacteria. There's a lot of focus on that these days, isn't there? Yes. But also we, in terms of flavor, it's just uh, it's it's really good to have also some sour things together with your fatty yes. subject. Yeah. And then our dressing, we use, um, well, in the last, um, let's say, maybe 10 years, farmers in Iceland have been growing rapeseed. We are one of those people. So, and that opened another window also in cooking with Icelandic ingredients or cooking in Iceland, because now we have food oil. We have something apart from butter, of course. We have yes. wonderful butter, as you know. But now we have vegetarian uh, vegetable oil that we can use for, in cooking. So this and previously, this would have been imported olive oil. That would be the yes, alternative. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a fad here for olive oil, you know, for decades. And but now people are starting to appreciate also cold pressed rapeseed oil, which is really top quality. Mm -hmm. and, um, and can it be used in the same sort of way? Well, this is you would you would rather use rapeseed oil for frying. Uh, I would suggest not to waste the olive oil mm -hmm. in frying mm -hmm. because then you destroy it. Really, it's not meant to be used as a for frying. But that, uh, rapeseed oil is, is, um, has a high burning point, so it tolerates a lot of heat. It doesn't transform into something bad. Mm -hmm. and, but apart from that, so it's ideal for frying, but it's also just takes every, all flavors very good. So we use it like in the vinaigrette. We mm -hmm. put a little bit in our pesto and, uh, and also in baking if you want to substitute uh, you know, the butter and make a vegan cake. It's really good for that. So this is a very important um, ingredient in, now in the Icelandic food. And you're also selling pearl barley and there's granola here and a variety of other items as well. Let me take a look, some blackcurrant jam, rhubarb jam, grape jam. Talking about those vines, the grapes, yes. they're in here. Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they're the base for this jam here, Symphony. We make chutneys from root vegetables, that's also something to yeah mm -hmm. we, we enjoy also celebrating some like turnips is a thing it's a staple yeah. food in iceland something that is neglected and not much uh, thought about i've but never seen turnip in a jar before yeah exactly <laughs> i think this is. is the first definitely the first turnip yes. in a jar in That's iceland a chutney. it's yeah, a yeah. chutney okay. a turnip chutney and um, well turnips contain higher level more vitamin c than oranges in a nordic country they are very important and they are also the base in this recipe uh, it's dry uh, fruit like apricots and dates that give it the sweetness but 
for the most part, it's, it's the yellow Icelandic turnip in here. And so people, as we've said, will see your products and buy your products and eat your products in various ways across all of Iceland, but they'll come here to the shop as well and they'll come to the cafe to yes, enjoy definitely. And this the, is what also we see. the place where we sort of bring maybe new products in for the first time, like our and seasonal products. Mm -hmm. We have fresh pesto there that yeah. is, um, we, we produce only in a short period of the year. We sell it mainly here. So some products don't necessarily travel outside this, outside the farm, but of course um, everything else you you find much of this you find in shops across Iceland. As well. And are you finding that the tourist season, so-called, is extending? We're having a conversation in the middle of September. It feels that in many parts of Iceland, people are travelling to the country at all times of the year now. Yes, I think that's true. Like September is is quite a busy month here. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's looking like October, it's going to be, you know, there's going to be more yeah. people here. And into the depths of winter, though, I mean, in terms of just getting here, I suppose, it's, yeah, it's well, tricky at the height of winter, isn't we, it? We, for example, here out in the country, we, we close in the high winter, uh, simply because, um, I mean, you never know when there's a storm coming and yeah, yeah. it's not maybe very practical to be open as, as the road may close and... and you end up having a full buffet of food that mm. nobody can Indeed. really enjoy. It. <laughs> but you will be open, it seems, for as long as it's possible to get here. There yeah, are people yeah, that yeah. want to come we, here. And it's also, I mean, from, let's say, from um, April to November, I mean, people can also call in advance and see, you know, if we are here. And, and uh, we try to, I mean, we may keep the shop open a little longer, even though we close the kitchen. So, sure. but, and then, yeah, so we sort of play it by ear a little bit. Eglo, thank you very much for your time today. I'm delighted that you are as busy as you are. Let you get back to a busy day. <laughs> thank you so much for the visit. It's very much appreciative of your time. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, we're at Vatlanes, which is uh, well worth a visit. Not far at all from Eilstadha here in East Iceland. I'm Darren Adam. This is Ruv English, and you can get in touch with us by email anytime. English at ruv.is. There is more from Ruv English with all the news from Iceland in English at ruv.is slash English. Ruv English Radio is daily English language radio from Iceland's national broadcaster, Ruv.